Today is Thursday, April 6th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. Finally, we may get a glimpse into the inner mind of former Vice President Mike Pence and what it's like when your boss is not not down for your murder. Pence's team announced that he is not going to continue to appeal a judge's order that compels him to testify to the DOJ special counsel investigation into January 6th. Though Pence was subpoenaed several months ago, both his and Trump's lawyers have attempted to fight it to avoid giving testimony. And just because Pence will stop appealing doesn't mean that Trump will. He won't. In the meantime, I know a certain fly on the wall who has probably seen some shit. Following Tuesday's election, the city of Chicago has a new mayor. Progressive candidate Brandon Johnson defeated his moderate opponent Paul Vallis with 51% of the vote. Johnson is a former public school teacher and union organizer who served as Cook County Commissioner since 2018. He overcame relatively low name recognition early in the race and received heavy support from the teachers' union, while Vallis's campaign took more of a tough-on-crime approach. Just as Wisconsin Democrats were celebrating their brand new majority on the state Supreme Court with the election of Janet Protasiewicz on Tuesday, the party lost a significant seat in the state legislature, which now gives Republicans a supermajority in the Wisconsin Senate chamber. Republican Dan Nodal defeated his Democratic opponent Jody Haybush Sinigan to win an open Senate seat, now giving Republicans 22 out of the 33 votes. This is noteworthy because under the Wisconsin legal system, a supermajority in the legislature can be used to impeach elected state officials, including the governor, the attorney general, and judges. Like, for example, Justice Janet Protasiewicz, who won't even be sworn in until August. Nodal has said that he probably would not support an attempt to impeach the Democratic governor, Tony Evers, but he's also said that he wants to impeach Milwaukee judges for being too lenient on criminal defendants. I guess they're impeaching for just about anything these days. There must be some sort of astrological event that's heralding a shift in supermajorities, because our next story is on that track as well. A Democratic state lawmaker named Trisha Cotham, who's represented Charlotte, North Carolina in the state's legislature since 2007, made a surprising announcement yesterday that she is changing parties and becoming a Republican. This is an extremely pivotal defection because it now gives Republicans a veto-proof supermajority in both chambers of their state legislature. And since North Carolina's governor is a Democrat, Giving Republicans the numbers to overturn his veto is kind of a huge deal when it comes to, you know, the laws that North Carolina Republicans have said they want to enact. Cotham reasoned in a news conference yesterday morning that she had been bullied by fellow Democrats and had become alienated from the party on issues like school choice and that they had pushed her out by attempting to control her. Not only was this decision a shock given that Cotham has strong family ties to the Democratic Party, but her voting record in office reflects Democratic priorities as well. She has vocally supported abortion rights and was just re-elected in November 2022 on a platform of protecting LGBTQ rights, voting rights, and raising the minimum wage. And given that she represents Charlotte, which is strongly Dem-leaning, it is highly unlikely that she would have been re-elected if she had run as a Republican. Trisha also had apparently not spoken to her Democratic colleagues or her party's leaders before Axios reported this decision a day early. But by Tuesday afternoon, she was already sitting on the Republican side of the chamber and aides cleaned out her desk on the Democratic side. She also liked a statement on Twitter welcoming her to the Republican Party. And there were swift calls from both her constituents and colleagues to resign. 
I didn't realize Kirsten Cinema's Facebook marketplace had expanded to selling party affiliations, as well as hideous secondhand shoes. A new 436-page report that was released by Maryland's Attorney General Anthony Brown accuses Catholic church officials in Baltimore of covering up sexual abuse of over 600 children over the course of 60 years. You hear all those sixes. Can only mean the devil. There are 156 church officials, another six, who are named in the report that summarizes a four-year investigation. The report claims that sexual abuse was so pervasive that it was not uncommon for a child to be targeted by more than one adult over decades. The documents also point to the church's attempt to bury the abuse in their efforts to avoid scandal at all costs. Does anyone else feel like we've heard this exact thing before, except told through the eyes of an upstart investigator played by Rachel McAdams who heroically uncovers the abuse and shocks the nation? Just me. For our last headline today, we have something of a twin story to yesterday's news about the three Tennessee lawmakers whose colleagues want them expelled from office for protesting gun violence. A similar situation has come up in Florida, where the chairwoman of the Florida Democratic Party, Nikki Freed, and state Senate Majority Leader Lauren Book were arrested and charged with trespassing after refusing to leave a protest in Tallahassee. The protest came just hours after the Republican-controlled state Senate approved a proposal for a bill that would ban abortions after six weeks, which is essentially certain to become law soon. The Tallahassee police issued a statement that they arrested 11 individuals, including the two lawmakers, who refused to leave after the protest was supposed to end after sunset. What if we were to call it a normal tourist visit? Does that change anything? Thank you for listening to the morning announcements brought to you by Betches Media. If you like what you're hearing and want to support the show, you can do so by leaving us a rating and a review. Until tomorrow, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.